Hello, and welcome to Ivy's Imagination, a podcast where I talk about some not-so-imaginary things. Um, This is episode one, the pilot episode, so I'm a little bit nervous right now because I've contemplated making a podcast for a while, but I just didn't want to end up saying the wrong things or accidentally offending someone. And what I mean by that is I want this podcast to be a genuine reflection of my experiences. So I am going to talk about things that are opinion-based. If I do end up saying something stupid, please let me know. I'd love to learn more. I am going to include the E for explicit in my titles if I will be talking about something sensitive. But most importantly, I'm scared about getting made fun of, but obviously since you're hearing this, I have decided to say fuck it and make this podcast anyways. Before all that happens, or not, I want to introduce myself. My name is Ivy, I just finished my first year in college, and I'm studying business and computer science at UBC. My favorite color is green, and I really like fashion. If I was going to Spark or Imagine Day this year, that's what I probably would have said. So yeah, the title is true. I'm not going back to school. I'm not going to be on campus next semester, um, so you won't have classes with me in the Sauter building. Um, You won't have to give me that awkward acknowledging smile thing if you like run into me on Main Mall. And you won't have to wait behind me in the Starbucks line near the UBC bookstore. So why did I decide to drop out? Well, in May this year, I got sick because of some untreated injuries and also something I've never talked about before, which is my eating disorder. So I need time to prioritize my physical and mental health. And that's why I'm not going back in September. And I don't know exactly when I would be able to return or if I will return at all. I'm going to give myself as much time as needed. Yeah, the title of this episode is a little dramatic because technically I'm taking a break, so please forgive me. I'm going to talk a lot more in detail about my health and my eating in episode two. Anyways, not going back makes me feel a lot of emotions. First, I just feel lonely. I'm not even like a huge extrovert or a party person or have a million people to catch up with, but I do miss seeing my friends. Second, feeling really guilty. I feel ashamed that I'm not working as hard as I should or like a lot of people my age. If you've had over three conversations with me, you'd probably know I'm competitive. Like, it's almost a little bit toxic. So yeah, seeing people networking, trying to secure their summer internships, and future co-ops makes me feel shameful and anxious because here I am lying on my bed. But I'm not lazy. And it was hard for me to come to that realization because it feels like it sometimes, especially on days where I have a little bit more energy and my body feels okay. But then there's still days where, you know, my body does give up on me. So if I don't prioritize my health now, it's going to get worse in the future. And 
all of the shame and guilt is really part of a bigger issue, which is hustle culture. And there's so much I could say about it, and I plan to um, in future episodes. But overall, I think if you're not working or studying or essentially like hustling, it's okay. You don't have to be productive all the time. Other people shouldn't judge you for that, no matter what your situation is. And lastly, I feel like I'm missing out. And this ties into being jealous. Yeah, it's not a fun feeling because I see everyone having so much fun online. So I've taken the time away from all social media to deal with my mental health. So if you've DM'd me, snapped me, or anything else, please forgive me for ghosting you because being online, seeing your perfect face, enjoying the sun, looking beautiful, hanging out with friends, and having the best time made me feel really jealous. But don't get me wrong, because I love that everyone can express themselves online and they have this platform to do so. I'm not criticizing it at all. Because I think if it makes you feel happy and empowered, you should keep doing it. Because I know it made me feel really happy when I posted pictures. But for now, I just choose to not see them until I feel like my best self again. Which is probably when the weather gets cold, and that's fine. You'll just see some really great Instagram pictures of me suntanning on the beach when it's snowing. Yeah. So what have I been up to then? I've been taking walks in the forest when it's not 100 degrees. I've recently learned you can walk with a resistance band between your legs. So, you know, you're like training your muscles a bit. I've also been cleaning a lot. I've been learning how to crochet. I've been sleeping, catching up on sleep. I sleep over 10 hours every night and also take a two hour nap during the day. I'm very productive, I don't know if you can tell. And something I did accomplish, or at least it feels like an accomplishment, is just getting back into a regular sleep schedule. I try to wake up before 8 and go to bed before midnight. I just feel like I'm not moving forwards in life, because I still want the same things as before. My goals haven't changed. I want to travel, go to school, to work, be financially independent, pursue and explore my passions, but I know to achieve all those things, I need to listen to my body first. So if it means living the same lifestyle as my grandparents, then so be it. I know that I'll get better, and I'm sharing this because I don't want to feel embarrassed of myself anymore and what I'm going through because it's just a part of life. And what difference does it make, really, taking a year off, two years off, even five? Like, I saw this really cheesy, inspirational video on YouTube recently, and this one guy said, You can be a millionaire at 30, but die at 50. And you can also be a millionaire at 50 and die at 90. Either way, you're still a millionaire. And, you know, sometimes the best messages could be hidden in videos with shitty 480p quality. Don't get me wrong, I am grateful to have this time, like, I feel like I've been saying that a lot. Yeah, to just take a step back and reevaluate my life.
but something I recently learned is that there's a difference between having gratitude and allowing yourself to feel emotions, whether they're positive or negative. Um, these things are not mutually exclusive. And that was a term I learned in school this year, and now I finally get it, just in a very different context. Um, I still hope my COM290 profs are proud. Yeah, so I struggled with that a lot because I know how privileged I am, but I've also been crying like three times a week and constantly feeling the pressure of like anxiety on my chest. And I'm scared to talk about my feelings because I don't want to come off as selfish or entitled. Yeah, and recognizing these thoughts forced me to reflect and really acknowledge the moments where I do feel like shit. I know that sounds contradicting that, you know, it's good to feel bad sometimes. I feel like this ties into toxic positivity. For example, saying to people, oh, there's always someone who has it worse than you. And yeah, I agree. There are a lot of people who struggle more than I do, and I feel for them so much, which is why I feel grateful for my life now. I've been reading a lot, which helps me understand my thoughts a lot better. Um, I mean, I used to read a lot of books too, but recently I've been reading these like self-help books and personal finance books. Um, yeah, I know I sound like one of those pretentious millennials who are in a band and just discovered how to invest in cryptocurrency. But the reason being, um, I do wanna feel better, be happier, fall in love and live my life. What I mean to say is I have a lot to talk about these days and I've always had a lot to talk about. I've been told I'm an overthinker, which I don't know if I should take as a positive or a negative thing, so thanks. Um, people also say I'm quiet, which I personally don't understand. And I also think my first year of college was almost like a shitty, like, rom-com TV show just because of the sheer amount of coincidences that occurred for some reason and I feel like I learned enough to age me at least seven years. Um, I'm not saying it in a way where it's like oh I feel so mature I feel like I'm 26. Um, no it, it's more so that I feel like I was 12 before and now I feel like I'm 19. But all in all I'm stuck at home for another five months, so that results in this podcast. It really is for my own entertainment, but also yours if you find it entertaining. And if I'm being hopeful, maybe it can resonate with you if you've gone through something similar or if you're going to college soon. I plan to share some experiences that no one really talks about, but for some reason, a lot of people have experienced um, one thing on the top of my head is a realistic way to deal with sadness and heartbreak. Um, sorry that escalated very quickly. Yeah, overall, this first season is going to be a reflection of my first year in university. I'm not trying to seem wise or trying to seek attention. I kind of want these podcasts to be something like I confide in a good friend. So far, I planned six episodes, so including this one, about health, making, and not being able to make friends, 
lessons from my past relationships, whether they're romantic, platonic, and those weird in-between talking stages, my academic experience, and any random lessons I've learned along the way. Anyways, welcome to Ivy's Imagination, where I talk about some not-so-imaginary things every Monday and Wednesday. Bye!